Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello. And welcome to Storm. Hello, Home. David. We, Hi, we, we, there's a big day today for us. Why is it a big day? There's a number of big things are happening. I haven't even said Storm Time for the Moon Boys. There are a number of big things happening. <laughs> yeah, what are they? One. Yeah. We have a new producer, Alice. Oh, yeah. Hello, Alice. Welcome, Alice. Welcome to the shed. Jack has moved on. Yeah. Um, which I don't mean we've fired him or anything. Like no, that. He's no. moved on to. Yeah, I'm not sure Jack's a massive figure for our listeners. I mean, uh, no, he did win Big Brother. No, he didn't. He, didn't. he, came, he came fifth. Mm. Fifth? With, with, his, right. with his twin. Okay. Yeah. So that's happening. Yeah. The second thing is, yeah. you're number one. Just generally. <laughs> yeah, you're just in, bad. In life, I'm just great. You're number one in the charts. Yeah, that's it. We think. Well, I, I'm definitely number one in the download, in the iTunes download charts. When right. I say me, I mean, one of the problems with this podcast, and actually, you know... There's God, more than God, one problem? God love Jack, and he's a great producer, but... <laughs> Uh, we recorded two parts to our oh, last yeah. podcast, yes. and I only found out from one of the fans, yeah. many fans on Twitter, right. who happened to complain to me the other day that I had finished part one of that podcast, which went out in April, mm. by saying, anyway, tune in next week or soon right. or whatever for part two. And we had edited and part two was ready to go, but Jack mm. had forgot to push the actual <laughs> button that uploads it to the internet, and that mm. bloke had been waiting since April for it. Do you definitely so I mentioned that because yeah. who knows when this will go out? Uh, right. Which is important because I'm about to say yeah. at this very moment, right. Three Lions is number one in mm. the iTunes download chart. And mm. I speak uh, a couple of days after the mm. uh, game against Croatia that England won. And so as tends to happen when England do mm. well in a major tournament, Three Lions goes number one. And if that if that could be considered number one, because mm. I don't know if it can anymore, uh, like in the old days, number one was number one. You knew where right. you were when, you know, Jimmy Saffle. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you definitely knew where you were. Yeah. yeah, said it's number one on top of the pops. Yes. But now well, there's a number of different charts. I can, I, well, so two things. Yeah. One is, I think the timing will be fine because the way we put these shows out, I suspect this will be in a very perfect, random way. Well, this someone remembers time, or not. This will be perfectly time for the World Cup when it will be <laughs> when it will be number one again. Yeah. So that's fine. <laughs> Secondly, I did read that. Basically, I'm not sourcing this. I just read it somewhere. Yeah. 
the charts are now basically downloads. Right. That's what they are. They're obviously not vinyl. Do are they streams, though, as well? Is there a Three Lines vinyl available now? Could uh, I buy the single? Well, we're not, we don't normally plug on this show, right. but yes. Really? It's I could been, go and buy the... Well, s- this year is the 25th anniversary... It's worked out quite well. I've just realised something. It's only 25th yeah. because of COVID. Right. I've only yeah. just realised that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's 2021 and the Euro 2020 is happening now and it was yeah. in 1996, yeah. arithmetically, the 25th anniversary is now. And there right. is a 25th anniversary red vinyl, 7 there inch, is. that you can buy. So you could actually physically buy it in WX buy- Smith. Don't know about no, Dominic Smith, it uh, but you Woolworths, yeah, <laughs> yeah. or Our Jim Hills. Jim Hills, the sports shop in Billingshurst. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely buy it. Did kit and yeah, HMV, single. all those places. Yeah. <laughs> you can buy it. Our price. Virgin, yeah. uh, <laughs> Virgin Megastore. Uh, yes, yeah. no, you can buy it online. That's where you can buy it, uh, and it, I've wow. seen pictures of it. Right, and it's does got, it have a B side? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. There is a B-side. What is the B-side? Well, no, there was a B-side that we once did. Right. Which was when we did the 98 version, which is the only actual version that we've... I think people think that we redo it every year. I mean, every year there's a tournament. But actually, we only properly redid it with different lyrics in 1998. Right. Where we did lyrics... For the World Cup. For that World Cup, which included the lines, Gaza, good as before, which was unfortunate because he wasn't picked for that tournament. Mm. Gaza, not picked for this tournament, Mm. would have been Mm. better. But uh, when we did that... We did that, and then on the B side, because this was still a time when there was a lot of, it was still, well, CDs anyway, there's something called Tutte Possible, which is the only actual other song by Badil Skinner and the Lightning Seeds. Okay. Uh, I can play a bit of it. Yeah, I think we should hear that. Yeah, we should definitely play a bit of it. Is it all in French? Some of it's in French. uh, It's a football song? Yeah, it's sort of. It's about... We're about to go to France. I mean, this oh, is incredibly yeah, untopical. Yeah. Uh, we're about to go to France, yeah. and uh, everything is possible. Yeah, and it's kind of more of a sort of mashup. All right, here we go. Someone's actually done a video of it. Sort of not really a song. It's more a sort of melange of it's... 90s sounds with me going, Tout est possible. Anyway, that's it. What I'd say, so what? Uh, that's amazing. I've never heard that before. Not many people have, although someone wrote to me on Twitter quite recently to say that Three Lions was the greatest ever football song right. and the second greatest ever football song was Tout est possible. Wow. So he was quite positive about that. Frank my, always writes to work. you for it all. Yeah, because, yeah because... thank you, Ian, for that. <laughs> but... But I think what I noticed about that is it's very much of a time and place. Yeah, it's it? very it's got 90s. 90s, but sort of, so it's got, it's very revolver. It's got like... Um, sort of black grape. Definite black grape, but also that guitar is very George Harrison on revolver. It's, um, I want to tell you, I don't know if you know that track. But no, it's, I don't. It's, it's a slightly slowed down version of that. But I also think it's a great song. This song, Two Tables. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. Right, okay. It's definitely a great song. I don't know if it's a great song. But, well... It's quite catchy. I'm, I'm about to caveat it. Okay. By saying... That it's a really good effort to me. <laughs> yeah, that's got a that big caveat. Is, what's amazing about Three Lines is, in a way, that's the song you might have done. Yes, and it would be great. And it would yeah, still be being played, and it would be still being played, no, and it would no be question. a quality. And yeah, yeah, that's so, a, you're right. I hadn't really thought about that. If we'd released that, 
it would have been the 1996, 1998, whatever, World Cup song. And it would have been number one. It would have one. passed by. It would have maybe got to number one. I would have think. Yeah, it would have passed by and people would remember it or whatever. I mean, I'll tell you what, and also it would have meant something which like has happened, which is the football song, the England football song, may not have been killed off because we killed it off. Yeah, yeah, right, ones. right, yeah. You know, there never has been any yes. ones. I mean, there have been yeah. attempts, but nothing's but I think, nothing's even dented the public consciousness as a football song since. Whereas if that had been our, yeah. our effort, our yeah. very good effort... It definitely would have been fine. And it's sort of like, yeah. oh, they can put it together. And they've yeah. got Ian Brown. That had Ian on as well, right? It was I'm The guessing. music is written by... Yeah, and yeah. it's totally produced, or slightly yeah. overproduced, I would say, yeah. by Ian Brody. So... It's also 98 rather than 96. And if you're going to get really musical historian yeah. about it, I think you can see that yeah. in 96, at the height of Britpop, there's a kind of more confident musicality to yes. Three Lions than to that, which is trying a bit too hard. Yeah, well, I think it's hardcore. Pulp's hardcore compared to... Yeah, uh, but it, it's sort of like... the common people on? Uh, different class. Different class. It's the difference between the two albums. Yeah. yeah there's a slight introspection. Slight self-consciousness. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Slight, yeah, definitely. Um, that's more than anyone's probably ever said about that B-side, so I think... Yeah, it is. I'm glad we talked about it. But it's. Uh, but I think we're good at breaking news stories, global news stories on this podcast. <laughs> we're not so, good um, at it. We're, <laughs> we normally stumble into them in a way that backfires quite Well, I'm radically. about to break one, yeah. which is what you told me before the podcast yeah. was that you haven't been offered any tickets for any No game. tickets that for any That is astonishing. No, no, none at all. And actually, apparently we weren't offered any tickets. Do you feel angry about that? I think you should say yes. I'm not, not particularly. Oh, I mean, well, that would be the headline. Okay. Uh, well, no, because I don't want to seem pathetic. Right. And I think if I said I'm furious, now I'm angry at Now, yeah, <laughs> I think it's a bit pathetic. And also a tiny part of me quite likes watching the games in the comfort of my own home. Right. But having said that, I discovered that in 1996, the FA didn't give us tickets. Sony got us tickets. Oh, is that right? Sony, who released Three yeah, Lions, yeah. they got us tickets. Why wouldn't um, they do that? Why wouldn't Sony do it now? No, why no, why FA... wouldn't... Well, yes, both. Uh, well, I think the FA have got a strange relationship to Three Lions. Right. Uh, it first really became a thing after... And if we did release this very quickly, this would be unbelievably topical when we played Scotland in 1996 right. because when we played Scotland in 1996 the first game had happened against Switzerland it had been 1-1 it had been like quite a dull game there was a sense in which this is going to be a shit tournament yeah. essentially all the things predicted in the first few lines of three lines mm. have come mm. true England yeah. are going to blow it away they're going to throw it away blah Yeah, and we thought that too and then we played Scotland the sun sort of came out Gaza scored that incredible goal yeah. and then and this is the point I'm trying to make, against the wishes of the FA. He had been told specifically not to play it because it was too partisan against Scotland especially. Okay. The DJ, whose name I don't know, which is terrible, I owe him a great debt, the DJ thought, fuck it, and put it on anyway. And the whole crowd joined amazing. in immediately. Yeah. Right? So that is amazing. But the sort of unsaid part of it is what? The FA said, don't put the song, yeah, yeah. don't put this song that yeah. is like clearly... The best England song yeah. ever, although maybe they didn't realise it then. And still don't realise it. Or at least, anyway, there's complicated swirlings around yeah. Three Lions, which is like Croatia, Modric uh, at the last World Cup saying, oh, we hate footballs coming home by the English, it's arrogant and all that mm. stuff, which it was never meant to be. That wasn't the point of it. So I think UEFA and whatever have got a bit of a sort of old attitude to wow, Three Lions and massive... the, FA, the FA don't like all that. So I don't know, but don't offer us anything. It's a big news story. It's a big news this story. This is huge. What you're saying is... Is corrupt is the word you've used. I didn't use corrupt. Right. You've okay. made that up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. David Chivers, was he the DJ? I don't know. He might have been. No, it sounds might, like... I was just trying to think what, would, name what might the DJ. Be, what might the guy be called who does the, what, the music... David Chivers. Yeah. Like Martin like, Chivers. Well, not Martin. Obviously Martin Chivers. But, yeah. Um, 
But whoever that DJ was yeah. has changed your life. Except yeah. the other thing that struck me, we were in the kitchen of... But they, just to say that, mm. by the way, clearly without any of that, they yeah. did put it on against yeah. Croatia. Like at the end of the... End right. of, like, like immediate, that, that was all sort of story that was a bit odd. It's like, I've got this sort of like notion told to me that uh, oh, the FA don't aren't good tickets because they're not that keen on three lines. And then I was watching the Indian Croatia game at home with no tickets in my in mm. my house. And there's lots of footage of like people singing three lines because they've put it on at Wembley. Yes. It makes you think, well, what's going on? I'm yeah. confused. Well, the other thing I'm confused about, not confused about, but what struck me, before we came in, we were going through Peter Fincham's kitchen. What, with his kind, knowledge. Oh, I see. It sounded um, like you meant we were going through it in a kind yeah, of with, rifling through it a kind we, of way. We, and we were Look, on I our way. I found some steak. <laughs> we were on our way to the shed. Yeah. And there were some young people there. Yes, there were. And I said, I bet you've been listening to Three Lions to them because they were in their sort of early 20s. And they said, yes. Yeah. And then I said to you, of you, this is the guy behind it. And they couldn't quite believe it. No, because I look like a tramp. Partly because you look like a tramp. And, well, why would they? Because they probably listen to it on streaming and don't watch the video. So yeah. at the moment, basically, the, what I'm trying to get to is that you said, it's not that big a thing in my life. It is a big thing in my life. Three Lines is a oh. big thing in my life. But the resumption of it at this present moment is nice. I would have thought it would be, be, be all I'd be thinking about. No, it's not what though. I'm thinking about. Uh, because it's, it's number such, one. It's a, You've it, got a number one again. I know, it was brilliant. Look, mm. I don't want to do it down, but <laughs> it's such a weird thing having a, a, a song which is so tied to... Uh, sporting achievement right, right. To, to national sporting achievement yeah. uh, so one of the things about Three Lions is when it went to number one last time uh, during the World Cup it was number one after the and that was the fourth time it had gone to number one right. that was like a world record that's never happened before like the only song that's gone to number one four times is, um, is Do They Know It's Christmas but okay. that's by four right. different sets yes. of artists Yeah. so the only song that's gone to number one and not for as good a cause <laughs> yeah. I would say has gone to number one with the same people just ageing yes. as it goes to number yeah, yeah. one right, right. Is, is Three Lions uh, so that was a record but then it set another record which is the day after England went out of the World Cup it had the largest fall ever in the charts it went to number 96 <laughs> okay. uh, rather brilliantly number 96 uh, appropriately Amazing. so I, I completely love Three Lions uh, and I'm very proud of it and I love seeing people sing it and I love the fact that it is someone said said yesterday on Twitter said it's kind of untouchable like people occasionally yeah. criticise it and I don't know if he was comparing it to this song but he said criticisms of Three Lions are like dust in the wind may right. have been a deliberate reference to the Scorpion right. song right. I don't know because it, cause it just carries on you know Yes. because when it first came out there were a lot of criticisms of it like the music press hated it and and it's right. often been the thing that sort of people who feel they're in the know musically will say World in Motion's a much better song. And World in Motion is a good song, but it's not a much better song, not least because it's not really a football song. Like without without no. without the John Barnes rap, you'd hardly know it was about football. But I think they'd probably. I can see what, if you're a muso, you might say that the New Order was a bit sort of. They were a cool band. Yes, yes, there's all that, and had a bit of a groove. But it's precisely why it hasn't caught on. You know, well, it hasn't like caught on. Way. People like it's well, not anthem, emotion, it? but it's not. It's not going to be sung on the terraces. No, it's not yeah. an anthem, and it's not really about football. You know, I'm, what I hear is people say exactly what you say, which is the three lines untouchable yeah. when you consider the B side. Yeah, they, particularly here. Yeah, too, well, more, everything more is possible. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> um, so anyway, so obviously it's very exciting. Well, yeah. just to go back to that experience that you put me through in the kitchen, <laughs> it made me feel a little self-conscious. Yeah, is there were two people? I don't, how old? I how old were they? I think like twenty-four. Oh, really? I thought they were younger. Mm, no. I anyway, don't. they're young people. Yeah, they're definitely young. <laughs> yeah, one of them was Peter Fincham's son, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So he 
He said he did know that I'd done it, although he may just have been being polite. I think he probably... I would be surprised if he did. And he had a young woman with him who simply had no idea. Yeah. Even though, obviously, she was aware of the song. Yeah. So what I think is a little bit odd about that is, if a song is popular, you would expect people to have some notion of who had done it. Well, ironically, this could be where the Hoover hoovers up its own plug and disappears. Is that ironic? Or just no, a strange thing to say. Um, no, as in the snake eating its right. bum. Yeah. I'm the, still this, waiting to know what you mean. Well. I said yeah, but I don't know what you mean. This podcast is about to eat itself. Because right. I wonder if what we're describing is one of our, I don't know about favourite topics, but what we like, which is bands which are really famous, but you don't know who anyone is. <laughs> right. And I wonder what... Right. No, please don't talk about <laughs> Texas. Please. I'm begging you. Well, I won't talk, talk about, about Texas. Texas. Right. I'll talk about something different that happened okay. to my son just very briefly okay. at the weekend. Yeah. Which is, he went to a party, yeah, not at the county jail, which yeah. felt like what I was about to tell you, but in Holland Park. Right. Not so Elvis. Yeah. And he said... Went to a party in Holland <laughs> Park. Yeah, it doesn't work. No, but with a different tune like that, it sort of helped. <laughs> yeah. And he said, oh, one of the boys there, his dad said hello to me. He knew I was a drummer. He's the drummer from Coldplay. Right. And my son was excited by this, of course. But... I said to him, how do you know it was the drummer from Coldplay? He said, well, because my friend Milo told me. Mm. I didn't recognise him or anything. And yeah. I thought, I can't bring him to mind. No, I can vaguely. He's Can sort you? of balding and got a beard. Or is that, I no, wondered if I got that. No, I wondered if I was right. Cause that might be the guitarist. I eventually settled upon that, but that might be the guitarist. Or yeah. are they all of I've told you this story, haven't I, that I'm about to tell. I must have told this. I don't know, yeah. So one day... Is it about three lines? Because you literally have just told me that. Yeah, that would be it's bad. not that bad. No, once I was in Nottingham, and uh, I'd done an event, can't remember, a literary event, I think. Right. And I was with the PR at that event, having dinner at a hotel, and a man came and sat down next to us and said, I'm Johnny Greenwood from Radio. Okay, I have right. told you this story, mm, haven't I? I can't, I mean... I don't know if I've told it on this, and I, I should have anything. told it on this. He said, I'm Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead. And I said, oh, I'm pretty sure I have, actually, but anyway. Um, great, lovely to meet you. And uh, he said, can I join you? And I said, yeah. About half an hour later, I thought, it's not Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead. Oh. He's a weirdo. And I very, little, ring very little about him is suggesting Johnny Greenwoodness. Right. And I had to go... Yeah, actually, there, if, even if I've told it, there is an extra right. bit that right. I definitely didn't say last time. I had to go get the, like, maitre d' at the hotel dining room and say, right. basically, can you ask this bloke to leave our table? I mean, I guess I could have done that, but I didn't feel quite... It's a bit, yeah, yeah. It's quite confrontational, it, isn't it? Yeah, it, well, it's quite confrontational to get the maitre d' to do it, actually. Now, now I think about it. Like, is that actually more embarrassing to like? Yeah, like bring it. I, yeah, it's a bit but, passive aggressive. It's a, did you when the major D started doing it? Did you look surprised <laughs> so that you could say? Yeah. They're like, "What's this happening?" You could, the awful thing oh. was that you could sort of say, "I've got to play the part," but said, "Please don't touch me." I said, "Okay," <laughs> and then he left him there. Yeah. <laughs> so, now I think about it, I th- I don't know what I was thinking of getting him to do it. What were I would love to see a discreetly shot video of just your face when it's happening <laughs> to play it back to think how you. <laughs> Did, did you go to the loo? I think I went to the loo. Happen. Yeah, let it happen. No, no, oh, I can't remember. Anyway, yes, maybe I went to the loo. But either way, he went away. Anyway, the, the the extra bit of the story, if I have told that stalking time listeners, I'm sorry. But there is a new bit, which is my new book. I'll plug it. Jews don't care. Yeah, well, we've got your beast, we've got your record, vinyl yeah. record being plugged. Yeah, got, my best-selling book, normally Jews don't care, stuff. Uh, has been read by... Johnny Greenwood of Radiohead. Or has it? And almost definitely I'm talking about the real Johnny Greenwood of Radiohead now and not the bloke who came up to me in Nottingham. That would be amazing if it was him. Uh, But no, the reason I I think it is Johnny Greenwood is that the Blue Tick verified account on Twitter got in touch with me, sent me a direct message, said, I I really like your book. 
And I said, thank you very much. And then I was unable not to say, just to confirm something, were you the bloke? Because I never had right. it absolutely confirmed, because it could have been the case oh my God, that I just yes, got it right, wrong. Right, okay. And that fucking Johnny Greenwood of Radiohead was taken away by yeah. the maitre d' and has ever since thought, well, yeah. what a wanker, David Benio, yeah. or that maitre d' if I yeah. managed to look innocent. Yeah. You know, why, did, why on earth was I removed? They were, yeah, anyway, I was right. Johnny Green, I said, did you come up to me having dinner in Nottingham once in mm. a hotel and you know, say I'm Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead mm. and then, you know, was that you? And he said, no, 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 we've, okay. never, we've never met. And uh, let me see what Johnny Greenwood said. Uh, have I ever told you that I had dinner with someone in Nottingham once who told me he was you? And Johnny Greenwood says, what a distressingly low bar for an identity <laughs> theft. <laughs> That's very good. And then I said, I'm assuming it wasn't you. He came and sat down in the hotel, blah, blah, blah. I said, explain thing. I explained the whole thing. And then he says, I hope we do meet one day and let me know if you ever need some miserable string music writing. He uh, said that. He said that. Yeah. That's really cool. No, he's really funny. Yeah. yeah so I was very impressed with him being funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so why have I brought that up? Because well, you were talking about people in famous bands. People who in famous don't recognize. Band. So yeah, so unfortunately this story does carry something else with it. Right. Which is I don't quite know what he looks like. I do now, but I didn't at the time. Yeah. And so it's quite a clever thing to do. I mean, in terms yeah. of what happened to your son, yeah. is if you're going to like want to muscle in or impress someone or whatever yeah. to say, you know, I'm the bass player from Texas. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you never know. You would never know. Unless, of course, you wanted to check by phone. That would be the thing to do. But I think the thing, it's a bit like years ago, I was at a dinner party and basically was sitting next to the guy that runs a brewery. I feel you've told me this, but carry well, on. Well, there's not much to it other than to think, well, that's interesting because I like, I don't like beer that much, but I like one of their beers. And I thought, oh. So I immediately thought about the pleasure I get from drinking the beer and the fact that the guy who's ultimately behind it all is sitting next to me. And I ran out of conversation after about 30 seconds. Right. Because ultimately what he's got, like drinking the beer is good. Talking about it and the market for new lagers and I've, is not so interesting, right? Yeah. And I think Johnny Greenwood, that you know, the, the thing is, you're not going to ask him a lot, are you? So it's quite a useful person to impersonate. Because yeah. Not, what are you going to say to them? Yeah, no, it's perfect. What could you? What would you end up to? You'd talk about anything but Radiohead, wouldn't you? You'd yeah, sort of say, uh, the got, question, are you on tour? The question then is, how did I twit that it's not him? Uh, and I can't remember because it was a long time ago. Okay, but, if I say I'm Johnny Greenwood. Yeah, okay. And I mean, I know you know I'm not. Yeah. Have we done you. this whole bit before? I don't think <laughs> so. so. familiar. Just, how are you going to trip me up? Let's start. You come over for dinner. David, hi. Hi, yeah, hi. Do I know you? Uh, it's Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead. <laughs> okay, and... wow, uh, the guitarist. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah, and I've yeah, always been yeah. a fan of what you're Not doing. Not Tom York, right, but Johnny Greenwood, yeah. Yeah, no, diff- it's... it's um... Different person. Yeah, yeah. I'm a different person I, I sort of know Tom. what Tom York looks like. Tom was actually going to come tonight. Oh, okay. He's, um, Where is he? He's in uh, Nottingham. <laughs> no, we're in Nottingham. What? what? We're, we're in Nottingham, <laughs> so you fucked up already. He's not... I, 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 okay, he's not in Nottingham. He's in Oxford. Yeah, okay, fair enough. That, that's where they live. Yeah. Okay, so hi. Well, do you do, do join us for dinner? Yeah, I don't mind you've said hi in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks. So uh, what, is, what, what are you up to at the moment? Uh, we have just finished a new album. What's it called? Well, oh, God, it's a nightmare. It's like... It's a nightmare. It's a, a weird name. For, <laughs> not for a Radiohead album. Well, it's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, no, it not. sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. It's like naming a baby. It's just like we're right. all arguing about what it should be. Okay. And so, I don't know, but we're really pleased. And you're working on any movies because you do soundtracks? Yeah, I'm working on a um, couple of movies. Right. Can't say quite hush-hush. Okay. Uh, yeah. What about the ones that you've already done? 
I'd like to talk to you about them. Okay, yeah. Like, for example, oh, like come them? on, what what the ones you've already done? Uh, you don't, oh, you're teasing me. You know <laughs> no, no, I just can't remember. Can't remember, the Johnny. Move it, well, I, I always get confused because some have been out and some haven't. So, <laughs> no, all your movies have been out. Well, no, no, I'm working on a couple that haven't been out yet. Okay, right. So I'm working so on... So what about like the... Oh, come on, I just can't remember the one. The one you did... Glass come Palace? On, like 50, Glass Palace? Yeah. Oh, that hasn't come out. Glass Sorry, Palace. That, that's, I'm working on that. That's a um, David Fincher. Right, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Right. It's like the part, I'm sure like you, you just can't remember, you know, like okay. what you've done in the Shall I help you a bit with the, one no, of the films? No, 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 you, I don't. I just actually like to, I don't so like Some it. of the Oscar winning films that you've done. Yeah. Uh, Bluegrass? Bluegrass. Yeah, that's sorry, that's another one in the yeah, works. Okay. Yeah. So you you don't want to talk about there will be blood. Your music. Do you, for what that. are you going to eat? Do you want anything? Are you eating? I'm, I'm, do you want a drink? Should I get you a drink? Yeah. <laughs> What's <laughs> this bit now? I'm trying to avoid the subject. Oh, I see. You're trying to avoid the subject. I, well, I helped you out in the end. I just told you it was there will be blood. There will be John blood. Yeah, wrote yeah. The music for there will be blood. Yeah, that was amazing. Did you just think I was saying there will be blood? But yeah, I was I being threatening. I, to be honest, I wasn't so if you carry on talking about this, there will be. I was blood. trying to think of my exit strategy for right. getting you off. So there will be blood. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. Strings mm. is what I used on that mostly. Not a bit. And uh, so yes, I don't know from either the recreation mm. or my memory how you do it. What it was that made me tweak. He was just an odd bloke. Yeah, it's such a strange thing. Though, a super though. fan, I guess, or just a weirdo. Mm. Anyway, so uh, that comes back to what we were talking about, which mm. is. That what I want to know is who does that woman, the twenty-four-year-old oh, yeah. in the kitchen, mm. does she? I mean, maybe she just doesn't think about it. But if I said to her, "Pretend the last twenty seconds hasn't happened," yeah. and someone says to you that song, three lines, oh yeah, I love that. I'm really mm. playing it a lot at the moment. Who did that? What would she say? Yes, that's a really interesting question. I suppose because um, it's quite a reasonable question. It's like the next thing you might say if you were talking about most. So songs. don't you think you might? think it's a football thing that somehow comes out of the whole England experience and like is really old and is just a, around like what the well, okay let me does she say. think I wonder if she thinks it's a crowd song that someone's done a sort of single on no, I think it's point. different okay I'm gonna I'm like Vindaloo it's Vindaloo is that Vindaloo was a chant right and they just kind of right. weaponized as it were the chant right. into a single so maybe okay. she thinks it's like that but if you're 24, yeah. you have heard for several Christmases in a row, Slade yes. doing, right. I think she would know. Do you think? Because I think you wouldn't go, that's Slade, or even know it's Slade. I just think you'd think it's a Christmas song. Okay, I'm going to ask Alice. How old are you, Alice? I'm 23. Okay. I mean, he's told you, but do you know who did Merry Christmas, Everybody? Do you know that song? I know the song, but yeah. I don't know the artist. You don't know no. the artist? No. Oh, that's really interesting. No, I think that's, why would you? That's so interesting. Mm. Because I think some of these things become like heritage things. They become yeah. national. They become like Wimbledon or something. You know, they just happen. And that's I don't mean just necessarily because of sport. But Christmas comes around, that song comes out. And I think you just don't... Yeah. Have you ever been question. curious, though? I just sing it. Yeah. You just sing it? <laughs> yes. So if someone said to you, like, it's, it's, do you know any Christmas songs? The, do you know the artists of any Christmas songs? Maybe later ones. Like, Last Christmas, yeah, who did that? Right, but last Christmas, do you know? Do you know who did last Christmas? I gave you my heart. You don't know. No, but I know the song. Yeah, no, no. I'm not criticising. I'm just. Inter- it's interesting. Yeah, I think that's because. Do we just know because we were alive yes. when they came out? I think so. Yeah. But but I know who did Jailhouse Rock, and I wasn't alive when that came out. Um, who did it? Elvis Presley. Um, 
I... I was thinking about going for someone else, but I didn't. <laughs> Johnny Greenwood? Did Johnny Greenwood, yeah. yeah. Okay, I think there's a couple of things. I think partly you can date, because we were all there, you were there when Three Lines was done, right? I was there when your, that was that's done. That's around your period, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So that was happening. And so we know it. But also I think we're quite interested in music, so yeah. I'm always quite interested. So, for example, on Radio 1, this is a bit of an old person's quote, but Radio 1 this morning, yeah. they picked up on the fact that the Scotland fans, do you know what they sing? Flower of Scotland. Uh, okay, apart from that, they sing a pop song. Do they? No, I mean, well, no, no. Anyway, it's it's I can yes sir I can boogie. Oh right, yes. Yeah, so I, I re- oh I can relate this to David Bowie. That's okay. so exciting. <laughs> wow, because I was thinking how because it begins with a B. No, no, there's a relevance to that. Okay, they sing background and 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 thingy. Greg James this morning on Radio One Breakfast. Yeah, said, do you listen to that? Yeah, because I take my kids in the car okay. to school. Said, oh, basically, I'll tell you what that song is. It's an old Spanish disco song. Spanish? Well, I think they were. So, by Honestly, he said Bacara. So, right. so <laughs> maybe that is what he said, but I think it's Bacara. And then he played a bit and said, oh, that's quite good. We should maybe play that. And I think, I know that's, that song was that came out at a perfect, you know, I was 10 when that came out or whatever. So it's a huge thing. I know I can picture it. I saw right. it. But now that's a slightly different, you know, but they don't know who it's by, you know, and now he's found out. I'll tell you who it was actually by. And I it, think that's how they work. That's sort of it weird, becomes though. part of the function. And also I think But people, isn't it incumbent on DJs to know that? I shit? think we come from a period of time where we sort of looked at those I don't know, where we sort of looked at the records. Like knowing sleeve, about them. Read it, yeah. read who it was, and now it's just in the ether, isn't it? It's streamed and I don't know, is that what's going on? Yeah, maybe you're right. Uh, the the relationship is so I part of uh, the process of this podcast, less and less. This is interesting. It, so a relation just it, so I understand a relation to Baccarat. No. Or, no. Yeah, well yeah. Uh is I've said this before, is like we've run out of things that are in our treasure trove of things that we've got to get off mm. our chest about David Bowie mm. quite a long time ago. Mm. Uh, and so the way I deal <laughs> with it now... Three, do you think? Uh, yeah. The way I deal with it now is to just Google Bowie right. news. Uh, and there's quite a lot of dull Bowie news about some painting that had been found and oh, uh, then good Gary Oldman talking about how he'd written him a letter as he was dying, which I also thought that's not... Uh, not much comedy there. But that's then there was a thing here, which is Euro 2020, George Bowie releases Yes Sir, I Could Boogie fan anthem. Wow. And it turns out that there's a DJ in Scotland called George Bowie, okay. and him with his wife, who is also called Bowie, have, re- have released Yes Sir, I Could Boogie. Although it says in here, George Bowie go. and Baccarat release Yes Sir, I Could Boogie remix. So I, I was going to bring that up right. as a just general topical thing, but more importantly, to talk about the weirdness of anyone being called Bowie who isn't yes. Bowie. That was going to be my way yes. into that, is topically to say there's a Scottish DJ who's released a version of this song, but he's called Bowie, George Bowie. Yes. Like, if I was at all like in a music job, a famous music yes. job, I, I would not be called Bowie. I would I th- change my name. I think it's why the Celtic player was Aaron Lennon. Immediately, as soon as I see him, I think, don't think anything about him. Just think you've got the same name as John Lennon. Because yeah, I don't any, think that about Aaron Lennon. But hardly to- anyone has that name. Totally fine. There's another one. There's Neil Lennon as well. Uh, okay. But to- hardly anyone has the Lennon name. It's not that common. I've, do you know anyone in your life called Lennon? Neil Lennon as well as Aaron No, no, but like a friend or someone you've worked with. It. No, uh, it's rare. There's Lee, isn't one of Liam Gallagher's children called Lennon? Yes, but that's the point. Named <laughs> right. after John Lennon. Yeah, I, I know. Um, and I think uh, Bowie is even rarer, you know, I mean, even rarer. There's not been anyone. Yeah. Is there anyone else called Bowie apart from George Bowie? Well, yeah, his wife. She's So maybe they've adopted it, do you think? Uh, they've adopted the... the Bowie. I mean, is it I'm trying to work name? that out. Okay, he is on Twitter. Uh, queuing for a COVID jag at the Hydro is like queuing for a ride at Disney, he says. 
Um, wow. That's, it really is yeah, good, George it? Bowie takes on wife Ellen Bowie. Oh, yeah, it's kind of a battle for the airwaves. His wife is called Ellen Bowie. Right, but that's presumably presumably from him. Yeah. Yeah, so he actually did a collaboration with Baccarat, who re-recorded Yes, Sir, I Can Boogie for George's own... Th- Shall we listen to it? Yeah. George's... Bo- but that George- will be the Scottish fan thing. That's what's good. So that's what that's about. Right, right okay. But I'm very pleased that that has tied in. Yeah. It's uh, an amazing tie-in. Here we go. This is hopefully it. Yeah, GBX featuring... GBX is him. George Bowie X. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's the actual song, obviously. Oh, I see they're doing a bit of a... No, I can hear the house yeah. for the backing. Okay. I think it's just this. It's it's a bit jive funny, isn't it? It's, yeah. not, it's not... I mean, I'll be honest with it's you. It's a great track. And I may be wrong about this, yeah. Scottish listeners, but uh, presently, the day after they mm. lost to Slovakia... Yes, uh, no, Czech Republic. Czech Republic. No, was it Czech Republic? Yes, Czech Republic. Yeah. Amazing goal by Stitch. Yes, see? incredible. Um, 49 yards, apparently. Incredible. Well, I saw a few people say it was a fluke, but it, it wasn't. Uh, I think it's unlikely that that will be carried to the top of the charts by Scottish success in the tournament. I could be I wrong. I see what you're getting at. Yeah. 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 I mean, again, we don't know you when this look is going out. when this goes out. This might go out. 2028. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, It might go out on the day after Scotland have won yeah. Euro 2020. Yeah. Won, or in which case... You're happy for them and I'm very happy, happy to have made that mistake. And yeah. you know who I'm happy for? GBX featuring Baccarat. Yeah, I do wonder whether. definitely they... be number one if Scotland have won. Euro but I do. I mean, Bowie invented the name Bowie. Right. As in, it wasn't his family name. And obviously, there's the Bowie knife. I've never really thought about whether there are any. Bo- it's, I'm what, trying to find are out. Are there George... any Bowies in the okay. country? George Bowie, I'm sorry to say this, does not have a Wikipedia entry. But is there anyone called Bowie that isn't David Bowie? In uh, the, although in the vile country? sectarian slurs have been tweeted at George Bowie's Twitter account, right? Uh, hang we on, do not we do not condone that? Yeah, we do not condone that. Uh, oh, he was hacked. <laughs> it was hacked. And it sent off sent out some offensive messages. Apparently, uh, I probably shouldn't read them out. No. Oh yeah, one of them says "fuck the Pope." That's right. awful. That <laughs> is, uh, well, he's he's got a vow of celibacy. Yeah. For a start. Yeah. Well, and George Bowie? No, he probably hasn't. Well, that's who I was talking about. Oh, right. Pope too. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's bad. Well, the sector. Yeah. yeah. I mean, by the way, there's 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 only vile sectarianism, isn't there? That's what we say as a pod- podcast. Yeah. yeah it seems I suppose an unnecessary so. adjective. Yeah. But meanwhile, I can't find out whether George Bowie was christened Bowie. Yeah, I suspect he wasn't, and I wonder if Bowie is just a sort of made up. Maybe. Name. Yeah, maybe. But... One other thing that's happened, which I yeah. must bring up. Yeah. And this is really extraordinary. For me, this is a much bigger news yeah. than Three Lions. I know one. what you're going to say. Yeah. Is my management company, mm. Avalon, contacted me the other day. Said they had to talk about stalking time for the Moon Boys. They never do that. Yeah. It's the last thing they ever talk about. I mm. thought, what on earth can that be? They could be telling me to stop doing it. It's a waste <laughs> of my time. That's entirely possible. But it wasn't that. They were calling me to say that I was about to be paid some money Absolutely for doing this. And I'll be honest with you, it's not a big figure. Right. Uh, Are you able to say what it is? Or not, well, they, well not what... they didn't seem that sure. And uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they were overstating it because they like to be positive about the amount of money I'm earning because they're my agents. Yes. But So I said to Jules, who was calling me, how much is it? And he said, mm. I think it might be about 750 quid. Well, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. I mean, it's not quite so much money if you break it down per episode. Uh, no, but the thing how, is, how many episodes have we done? Uh, I feel like. What do you want to say? 
I want to say, like in American way, they say that. Yeah. They say, I want to uh, say, and you think, well, just say it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to say 60. Oh, more than that. I Is it? Said. I think it's more like 100. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's about 100. Seven but, pounds an episode. Yeah. Sorry. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's seven pounds 50 an episode, isn't it? Yeah, which I'd be happy, <laughs> happy with. That. with. I mean, I'd do, yeah. I mean, I mean, but, I'm also but, but, it's all done, so you weren't expecting them. But by the way, that means you, I must get. You the money. must be getting. Well, it. that'll go into the expectation um, fighting fund <laughs> right. to keep the company afloat. But I don't think um, it should. I think me and you should spend it on a slap-up meal. Presumably, that means there's some advertising. I mean, there are people who listen to this podcast mm. who think it's really good. Not very many, but there are, and they may feel that's terrible. Like, well, you should be getting much more not, money. This is my no, favourite podcast. They're about to. They're about, I'm about to change it because okay. I'm a master of PR. Yeah, and I'm going to say to you which charity are you giving that 700 to? Uh, the Expectation Fighting Fund. <laughs> That's definitely what I'm giving it to. But it's an exciting moment for us. It, so. it is exciting. I don't know why you haven't been told by your uh, accountant that it's all going to be okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to find... I'll, I'll do some digging. Yeah. Now, we're, we're mm. an anti-drugs podcast, right? We take a I pretty guess. firm line on yeah, do we? drugs okay. are bad. Okay. And I've been reading a book about the Beatles and drugs. Yes, you told me that yeah. when you came around for dinner. Yeah, I've just day, finished it. Which is also an amazing moment. That's never happened. Uh, we have had dinner and lunch yeah. together in, yeah. in other places. We've never had breakfast, have we? No, don't, don't no, we might have had breakfast. Have we had breakfast? New Year. Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So I think we've had all the meal occasions. <laughs> yes, we've had many meals <laughs> together, but we've never had uh, dinner in our, one of our houses. But uh, we finally got over that, and yeah. it, was, it was very successful. It was lovely. Yeah. What I'm here to tell you, I can talk you through the menu, listeners, because I think they'll well, be What, my menu? Well, I could talk I mean, the listeners through the menu. You could do. Because yeah. it's a sort of detail you get in the little sidebar <laughs> yeah. on the front page. It's like, this is what they ate. Yeah. And you we... forgot. No, no, not at all. We had a lovely... I've forgotten a bit. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had a lovely lamb. Yeah. Uh, which was sort of what? Griddled? How did you do Griddled. that? Griddled. Well, like, it was sort of... Cooked in the oven. Yeah. Roast like, lamb. Yeah, but it was... Ro- yeah, exactly. It was roast. Yeah, I marinated it, was, it a bit, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. with a lovely couscous yeah. salad and... <laughs> Dolly cook, uh, put some salads together, which yeah. were amazing, possibly yeah. including the couscous. And what was the key? Um, I I made my own pudding. What was that? Well, I was going to say the bit that I will never forget. Yeah. And neither will Pippa, my wife, is the chocolate mousse. Yeah. That you made. Yeah. Partly because you quite quickly basically wanted to tell us how you made it. Yeah. I think I left something out of my telling, by the way. Well, the thing that it was a really lovely chocolate mousse with a little raspberry on top. Yeah. And you, the thing I remember is you were worried that you hadn't beaten the eggs yes, fully, I, and it left a bit of <laughs> egg juice. Yeah, that that's true. It's uh, well, what and actually would, happened mm. is that I was beating the eggs and and the egg whites, and it created quite a big peak of sort yeah. of mountainous meringue right. foam. Yeah. But then, uh, if anyone can answer this, I would like to know. Yeah. Which is that I noticed I've never done that before. Uh, underneath the foam, was it was kind of still a bit watery. Mm. So I thought, well, okay, I'll just sort of like mix that up a bit and, and beat mm. it again. But once I'd done that, mm. it was just watery. Yeah. And then it would continue to be watery. But it didn't seem and, to... At the end, I did just put the watery juice in, the, didn't... in, in the mousse. It didn't But you know what else I did? Oh, which God. I didn't did you piss in it? No, 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 it's not okay. a bad thing. Well, it is a bad thing, but not a thing that will make you go, uh, is... Having done that, right, I think there just wasn't enough mousse because it suddenly lacked oh. It lacked quite a lot of uh, mousse because when it was peaks, it was a lot, oh, of, a lot of egg white. And then suddenly, yeah, and suddenly it was like only like half a cup of egg white that I put in. So do you know what I did? 
Oh, God. Uh, no, it's not that <laughs> Nescafe. bad. Nescafe. It's not that bad. Yeah. I unwrapped two Sainsbury's mooses, <laughs> which, which are like little cups. Wow. And Sainsbury's mooses, you could get six of them for a quid. There was a moose in the moose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's, it's like that Scottish song. Exactly. There's a moose loose in this moose. There's a moose loose in my moose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I opened two of those. And I just mixed them with my own moose just to bulk it up a bit. That again is the that's Hoover a life hoovering. Hack it, that's a Hoover several. hoovering its own plug. Yeah. So that's like <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. I that, thought that worked quite well. So years ago, uh, an embarrassing thing happened at dinner, which is Morella's fault. Which was, well, when I was convinced, when we used to have a few more dinner parties, that I always fuck up the cooking, right. which I don't. I'm, quite, oh, I'm not a really bad good. cook. But she always like Morella's got mm. incredible sort of anxieties about stuff, and she thought I was going to fuck it up. And so she said, just go and get, like they do these really nice um, mm. lasagnas in the Denny, in the Italian yeah. Denny around the corner. Go and get one of them. And I said, what, pretend that I made it? And she, well, she, well, you'll be putting it in the oven. Mm. You'll be cooking it or whatever. Mm. Mm. And that's very not me, as right, you know. Right, right. I'm really bad at lying. There are lots of people do that. You know, there's nothing. But I'm really bad at lying yeah. or whatever. But I did it, right, and served it. went all right. But then John Morton, who was there, yeah. and there was quite a few people there, mm. the writer of um, W1A. Yes, who I watched the England match with. Yeah, lovely bloke. Uh, he I said, yeah, as if you knew that. I didn't know that. I watched the England match just, okay. yeah. Okay. Well, that's a bit of a coincidence, isn't yeah, it? It's it like Bowie and George Bowie. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you were in Warbuswick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, anyway, he started saying, you know what, this is amazing. You made this. I said, yeah. It really Ooh. tastes like <laughs> the lasagna you can get at... Jacobatsis, the uh, deli around the corner from right. <laughs> Wow, and, he could yeah, geolocate from, the from taste. From the taste, yeah. That's amazing. And, and you know what? I'm I'm really bad at lying, but I thought, fuck it, I'm going to have to go, I'm going to have to pretend that that, Oh, you my know, God. Because Morwenna really wanted to, you know, like, yeah. pretend, whatever. So I said, oh, interesting. Well, that's, I'm taking that as a compliment that you think it's as nice <laughs> as that. And he kept on saying it. He kept on saying, God, it's really, it's amazing. <laughs> and eventually Morwenna cracked. And just said, oh, God, we bought it from there. We bought it from there. And uh, I couldn't believe it. I was wow. so That's a proper 70s sitcom moment. A proper 70s sitcom moment. Well, 70 sitcom mm, moment. That's so an element of that to me saying at least 20% of your chocolate mousse was chocolate mousse That from, is absolutely amazing. But that's kind of, there's something quite revelatory. Basics, chocolate that mousse That is like you doing a magic trick. And I'm like, wow, I'm completely, <laughs> or like, if someone said, how was your curry? Yeah. I said, oh, it's so nice. How did you do it? Well, I put a really good curry inside it. <laughs> it's like, all oh, right, that makes sense. I bought a curry from my local and put curry it inside house. your curry. Inside the curry homemade. Yeah, it's a bit like that. It's Trojan horse, isn't it? Or it's yeah. the opposite of Trojan horse. It's like I think a... I think it's a good question, like philosophically, is how much mousse would I have to put in my mousse to <laughs> for it not to be your mousse? For it not to be my mousse. Well, yeah. it'd be like the sort of thing that the EU would have regulations on, isn't it? Yeah. About a percentage. I've also discovered, by the way, an incredible life hack. So that mousse, Sainsbury's mousse, the sort of standard... Yeah, I can imagine exactly a yeah. pot of it with a foil lid. Yeah, four, six of them, I think, <laughs> are £1.30, right? And how many did you put in? Two. <laughs> the ratio being... The ratio being, I would say, about... That's about 20% of your mousse. It was, was Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's mousse, right? <laughs> but I've since discovered, and I did it today, that if you take some a Sainsbury's mousse, right... And you put a bit of brandy in it and mix it around. It tastes like a pudding that you would get from a posh restaurant in yeah. the Vino. No, but I think, well, that's okay. So I think there's two different things going on there. Because remember, yeah. I used to work on food programs. Yes. So I think it's like almost like the difference between being in Oasis 
and being a in a in a band or a group that would sample stuff, right? Because what you did with the moose is sample it, didn't you? Yes. Basically, you, that's how I think obvious. of it. Well, I sampled the Sainsbury's yeah, moose. The, so you took the chic bass line and turned it into you know what's it called moose. Well, if you didn't, that would be amazing that you turned a bass line into yeah, moves. Yeah. Um, you know, the original rap, Rapper's Delight. Right, to, yeah. yeah. Whereas the brandy thing is different. That's that's taking the, the fundamental is you've shop bought something and then you've added to it. I've customised it. Yeah, you've customised it and that's yeah. different. Yeah. But I don't know, it's so interesting. I don't think I've ever had a f- food within my food. <laughs> smuggled food in your food. <laughs> so, yeah. That's yeah. like... But yeah. it's interesting because I think you constantly because I it took a while to get to the punchline and I could see you were thinking oh god he's shouting it or you know he did something really weird. No, but instead of and that, instead like, I did something which is quite weird, but it's not disgusting it's or anything. Quite, I don't know. I'm just it's I'm it's a new concept <laughs> to me. It's saying yeah, it's very much like there's a stew. You, how is your stew? Yeah, well that's because I put a stew. I bought a stew and put it inside the stew. <laughs> well, I'd and rather- like it's like you, the tree made the not enough. It's, it's got an element of it's the reverse of the sitcom to it as well. It's got an element of faulty towers, like having pretending their duck is made in the kitchen, but the chef's drunk, so they have to go and get a duck from somewhere else. Uh, and when they get it, uh, duck. No, but again, that's different because <laughs> you did make a moose and then you put a moose inside it. Yes, it's half and half of that. <laughs> it's, it's, so as if, it's as if in that episode of Faulty Towers, he'd made half the duck. And the duck had you know, half of it got ruined or something, but they managed to, which does happen by the way. They tread on it. At one point, the duck falls on the yeah. floor in that episode, right? No, no, and, yeah. and, and they, he thinks he saved it, and then Manuel comes in, and they end up treading on the duck, right? But imagine if during the writing of that, it got slightly differently, and then managed to salvage about half of the duck, and then they'd gone to the restaurant and tried right. to stitch together, yeah. Half like, of that duck with th- this duck, that would be more yeah. similar to what I did. Similar, but still not the same, because there's one <laughs> bit that's not duck, the re- original, and one's new. Yes. Whereas what you've done is it's like, so it would be like pate. Like, I'm trying to think of something really hard to make. Like pate is quite hard to make. And I said, this is so nice. <laughs> yeah. And what I didn't realise was you'd used <laughs> a Sainsbury's pate and mixed it all up. And so most, well, not most. And so it's It amalg- wasn't most. No, it. no, that's fair. But it's an amalgamation. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's it's both homemade incredible. and shop-bought. Yeah. That is <laughs> that, incredible. Yeah. That is like a... I mean, to be honest with you, there aren't that many foodstuffs that you can do it no, with successfully. Much, yeah, Chocolate true. mousse is absolutely at the top of the list. Yeah. Because in terms well, it of... It needs to be liquid, effectively, right? In terms or, of colour and... Consi- not just liquid. In terms of colour and consistency. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. The, you know, the mousse I had made mixed very easily with the yeah. chocolate mousse I'd bought from Sainsbury's. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, it was... Touch should move on. Incredibly enjoyable, but <laughs> Thank an you. unusual Thank you very much. Experience. Hello, listeners. As ever, we're just droning on and on and on. And so, as ever, uh, we've decided to cut this podcast in half. So that is the end of part one of this episode of Stalking Time for the Moon Boys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.